Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yo, welcome to uh, episode 58 of the Echo Youth Podcast. We back at it again after a quick week off. <laughs> for us, not for you. For us, yeah. You don't you don't know the difference. You don't um, you guys never saw it coming. We have good news uh, for Ben, bad news for me. Ben won uh, the last draft that we posted. I'm mounting the comeback, folks. Which I'm only down eight points. <laughs> from two episodes ago, the uh, emoji draft he won so we're i got better emojis game than brett so our score is now uh 30 to 22 with one tie so he's maybe mounting a comeback here (laughs) i need to win eight straight um but yeah so uh we should have two for you this week to vote on yeah so it should be good um uh what am I trying to say here? I forgot. Okay, oh, yeah. Well, so we, we finished our book. So we finished our book last week. The the eight keys to being a change maker, a catalyst leader. I think that was pretty cool. It was. Um, I like books like that. We um, we had a leaders meeting today with our youth leaders, and I referenced a book called, um, what is it? Next Generation Leader by Andy Stanley. Mm-hmm. I referenced uh, a chapter out of that book in our leaders meeting, and it seemed to go over super well. And so. Um, if you're looking for another leadership book, that's a short one, and it's really good. Called the Next Generation Leader by Andy Stanley. Super good book. Anyways, every once in a while, I might drop a book on here for you guys to yeah, give to you some, read. something to read. I'm I'm a big reader. All of a sudden, I never used to be, but um, literally same. But like within lo- the last year and a half, yeah. But a lot of the books I've been reading, um, not to toot my own horn or anything, but they're <laughs> super good. <laughs> But uh, I've been picking dimes. <laughs> there's been a couple of ones I've read that are terrible, but but yeah, some that are pretty good. Okay, so we finished the book last week. Last week we talked about how we're going to start now um, talking about the Gospel of John. And so we're going to start in Chapter 1. We're going to go through this whole Gospel with you guys. Hopefully it won't take us too long. Maybe we'll do a couple chapters like together linked once up at a time. But we want to start off slow here, and we want to start off with John chapter 1. And uh, uh, Ben, I have the volume down on here a little bit, so we'll just make sure to stay nice and close. I'll hug this bad boy. Yeah, just so that we uh, have a good volume here. Um, But we don't want too much of the fuzz in the background. Yep. Um, Anywho, okay, so... Here, let's. Uh, I'm not gonna read the whole chapter because that would be super boring. So, <laughs> give it the spark notes. Yeah, I'm gonna read. Notes. I'm gonna read parts of this, and we're gonna talk about it. Okay, so we're just gonna do chapter one. So there's two main parts to chapter one. Um, the first part is it talks about the word became flesh. This is the idea of starting off this gospel of who Jesus is, and I'll tell you why. And then the second part of the chapter um, in uh, chapter one is really just um the story of john um kind of justifying jesus um and uh it's pretty cool and then at the end of the chapter it's jesus calling different disciples um but i don't know that we'll spend too much time on that because that's pretty self-explanatory yep um let me see if there's anything 
Um, so this book was written by John, obviously. Um, there's a lot of evidence to say that this was John's son of Zebedee, um, who um, is James and John were brothers. Um, those were the two guys who uh, wanted to sit at the right and left hand of Jesus. Yeah, and argue about it. And, and Jesus was like, you don't know what weight that carries, right? But we don't know for sure, but we know for sure it's it's a John, and he was an apostle, uh, one of the disciples. Um, and so this was written, uh, I'd say most scholars think this was written 50 to 100 years after yeah. Jesus' death, right? And so that's the funny thing about the New Testament is, uh, actually, the letters from Paul were probably written way before any of these Gospels, but... Yeah, which is um, why... That was like 40 to something AD, I believe. Most yeah. of Paul's letters. Yeah. Some most even of earlier. Paul's it was like 20 were, to 40 or yeah, something. Yeah, we're like 15 AD to like 40 or 50. Yeah. It was kind of over that time period. But anywho, uh, so there's some of your background. Written by John. We think John, son of Zebedee, which was one of the first disciples called. Um, and... Uh, John w- kind of coined this phrase in his own gospel as mm-hmm. the beloved, right? So yeah. he's, he's a little full of himself. But anyway, <laughs> uh, let's read this uh, first full five verses because they're super good. So it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Uh, we'll come back to that. That has huge That's, implications. Yep. Uh, he, was the be- he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So we'll stop there um, because this will be a good place for us to go. Whether you are a pastor, whether you're a youth leader, or whether you're a student, there are some giant uh, theological implications to these first five verses here. Yeah, he starts off the book with heat. (laughs) So this will be kind of, if you follow along with us, this can be kind of a basis of maybe our understanding of who Jesus is um, and what his relationship to God is. And that's kind of what this book is uh, uh, really about. Um, And so, in the beginning was the word, capital W, meaning it's a name. So who are we talking about if in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God? So we're talking about Jesus. Yep. So the reference to this, the word, that's Jesus, capital W. And so there's this beautiful interaction between the word of God known as the Bible and the word who was God known as Jesus. And uh, and here's here's something that blew my mind. I didn't really understand it or read it, or but the part where it says, so in the beginning was the word. That, so God, so Jesus was there the whole time. This yep. helps. This is a good theological base. Jesus was there the whole time with God, and the Word uh, was with God. So Jesus was with God, That's and the part. Word yeah. was God. Exactly. So this is a basis for the Trinity. This is why mm-hmm. we believe in the Trinity because not only was Jesus God Himself, but Jesus was also with God at the same yeah. time. So it's a separate but but same kind of relationship. Yep. Um, and then. Here's where I highlighted it in a different color because <laughs> this stood out to me. Yep. It says he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. Yep. So that's that's a huge theological idea yep. that a lot of us skip over is that for some reason we separate God the Father, 
God the Son and the Holy Spirit having three like time frame, um, which I think is a, a very wrong theological idea. But I, I was in this camp for a long time where we think of God as the God of creation and the God of old. Yeah, we think of Jesus as the God of the New Testament, and we think of the Holy Spirit as the God of today in some ways, mm-hmm. like the one we interact the with, one we, with today. Yeah. But that's really wrong. Yep, <laughs> I agree. All three expressions of God are today. All three of expressions of God were in the New Testament, and all three expressions of God were in the Old Testament mm-hmm. um, and at creation. And so God the Father was not the only creator being yeah that's the biggest part the word with in there god can be if you're with somebody there it's referencing another person being there yes ben's not with ben when i go to the bathroom (laughs) Uh, yeah i'm just there so this this is the mystery of the trinity that we we won't fully understand what it means yeah that's another thing but we know that there's something there yeah the the actual word trinity is actually not in the bible too Mm-mm. no it's just an trinity idea. is just a theological doctrine or idea based off what we get from the bible yeah and this is why we get that because this the word, is probably one of the biggest in the beginning was so let's replace the word with jesus in the beginning was jesus and jesus was with god and jesus was god Yep. And in the beginning, he was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So this is mm-hmm. this is John writing, and and this is really important for the time that this is written because there was there is this 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 uh, failure to believe in Jesus as God in flesh. Yeah. They believe God was a, or Jesus was a rabbi or a prophet, Just a good guy, yeah, or whatever. And even they didn't even necessarily believe that the Messiah, the one that they had Prophesied hoped for, about. was going to be even the Son of God. They just believed the Messiah potentially was a a, a savior a of some or, sort. Yes. yes. So, for uh, for John to make this claim that Jesus was with God at the beginning. He was God at the beginning, and he was the very word spoken to create things. So God, the Father, spoke the word, but from what this says, Jesus, Jesus. created stuff. Yeah. So so this is huge. This is provocative. This is... This it's in is, your face, buddy. This is super in your face for every, all the people of this time that we're reading this scripture. And, the, and it's, so it's a, a great start. It's really <laughs> quite fun. Um, so hopefully we're not spending too much time on that. But uh, It's that's, super deep. It's on, also the only gospel that starts with creation. Yes. So, the, so this is a, uh, a really good um, point to go back to Genesis, to read Genesis 1, 2, and 3, and then to read this and see what this means for that. Um, so then, okay, so let's move on from that. So there's our base knowledge here as we move into this Gospel of John. It's going to be super fun. Um, but uh, now it talks about another man named John. This is not the John who wrote this book, but John the Baptist. And um, many believe uh, John the Baptist to be a relative of Jesus somehow. I think he was like a cousin or something mm-hmm. like that. Um I don't know for sure where the basis of that is, got to be honest, yeah. but I think it's true. And so um, I don't know that it carries a huge amount of weight, whether or not. Um, I th- well, think it's because um, it is true, because Mary and John's mom, um, they're relatives. Anyways, it says that. Oh, yes, you're right. It Elizabeth. Says that yes. Yeah. 
So, uh, so John and Jesus are related. I think they're cousins um, of some sort. Which actually makes this even crazier. Yeah. Because this homie, put yourself in those shoes. John was called to be the the whisperer, the shouting in the wilderness, proclaiming that the Messiah has come. Yeah. Imagine doing that about your cousin. Yeah. Yeah. There's actual like there's some big like human implications to that. Yeah. There's 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 a there's a lot of that in to well Jesus's brothers. Uh, being a huge part of the story too, like mm-hmm. like blood brothers, like his actual siblings, yeah. like the book of James wrote by his brother James, right? Yeah. Um, there's some massive implications of that, of being like a brother or a cousin of someone. You've seen them grow up. You've seen everything about them. Yeah. And that, I think, actually proves more so who Jesus is because they saw him the whole time, and they're like, yeah, dude, he's for sure the yeah. Messiah. <laughs> he's for sure the Son yeah, of God. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not like this weird sibling rivalry or whatever. But if you grew up with a person who was at, who was perfect, it'd be frustrating at times. Yeah. But you would also know, like, hey, yo, this guy's legit. But I'm fairly sure, you know, like Mary, she had that vision. She knew who Jesus she had to was. Know, yeah. She probably told the other siblings, "Well, like, this is who Jesus <laughs> hey, yo, is." Yeah, this is the one God, the angel told me about. Yeah, talk about mom of the century. How do you how do you raise other kids? do it well while you have a perfect son. Why don't you just be more like Jesus? Right? <laughs> yeah, it feels bad, um, honestly. He's literally the son of God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, anyways, okay, so um, let's go to verse 24. Here's some good portion here. This is John the Baptist. So now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ nor Elijah nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. So he's he's calling out, he's noticing Jesus is here, yeah, and he's about to mess some things up for you guys mm-hmm. talking to the pharisees which is is religious um, leaders at the time and so yeah people started asking john because john was a righteous man and john was proclaiming the good news like a prophet and so people started asking john if he was the messiah and he said no i'm not the messiah but the messiah is to come yeah and uh, and basically saying he's here right now so there's some cool things here happening too um and then it says the next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. We skip over that so often, yeah. but like, because we know the end of the story, but the end of the story hadn't happened yet. Jesus hadn't died on the cross on the cross. Jesus hadn't, Jesus ministry hasn't started at all. At this Jesus point. hasn't even preached the, the message of redemption of sin yet. No, and and John is. is claiming this, this is crazy. So, so that that is a massive statement for John to make. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And the Lamb of God, this is also a reference back to Abraham and Isaac in that sacrifice thing. You'll see a lot of times, and I'll try and catch them all. Um, I probably won't. Um, but there's a lot of times in the New Testament where they make references to Old Testament scripture and things that they know to have happened. So this is one of them. Behold the Lamb of God. That would be a... A relative parallel uh, to the uh, ram caught in the thicket that replaced um, Isaac, Isaac uh, on the altar. Um, 
Uh, but then he then he says, after me comes a man who ranks before me because he was before me. I did myself not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit, and I have seen and I have borne witness that this is the Son of God. So Sheesh. this is crazy. So basically he's saying, like, even though he was their relatives, that's a fact. Maybe they didn't grow up together because maybe John was a weirdo and whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but basically he's saying that he, as growing up, obviously didn't know that Jesus was this mm-hmm. person. Doesn't know. And so he had this blank kind of slate of understanding who the Messiah was, but he felt in his spirit, because I believe God told him that the Messiah is here. And then he saw Jesus talk about a moment where he's like, he's probably like, wait, I know that guy. You know what I mean? And he walks up and he goes, well, that's him, you know? And, uh, so that's, um, kind of crazy. And so another thing to add right there, go for it. Also going back to old Testament stuff is that was John, um, the Baptist, the shouting in the wilderness coming about, um, proclaiming the Messiah was all, was a fulfillment of prophecy from, I can't remember the chapter, but it's in Isaiah about how that would happen. Yes. So in turn, God had to have told John the Baptist somehow in order to fulfill that prophecy. Yeah. So, uh, we'll wrap it up here. Um, as we're getting to close to about 20 minutes on this topic, but um, they don't talk about it too much in this gospel, but this is the time when, this is the time when John baptized Jesus. And after that, um, the spirit descended like a dove uh, over the waters and a voice came from heaven saying, um, this is my son who I'm well pleased. Okay. So then Jesus gets out of the water after that point. Is anointed with the Spirit. Anointed with the Spirit, and then he goes into the wilderness to be tempted. But um, the Gospel of John doesn't really talk about that too much. It referenced it a little bit in verse uh, 32. And John bore witness, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of referencing that, but it's not gonna. it doesn't go too uh, far into that. So if you want to read about that story... Um, you'd have to find it in another gospel, which is, is a great story, so I would recommend it. But anyways, we're reading through this gospel, so we're not going to talk about that too much. <laughs> um, and then the next couple things um, I don't think have huge implications, but the next uh, Jesus calls the first disciples. It says, The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him uh, say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him uh, that day, for it was about the tenth hour. Um, One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon uh, Peter's brother, which if, there's a show that I've been watching called The Chosen, and this speaks to this. So, okay. so Andrew went down. He was with John. He would mm-hmm. follow John around, and he would like uh, 
be at these baptisms and like this. And he sees Jesus there and he decides I'm following that guy. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and Andrew was the son. Andrew was the brother of Simon, as we know now, Peter. Yeah. And so those are some of the two first ones um, who Jesus called to follow him. And then after that, it says Jesus calls Philip and Nathaniel. So, so he gets uh, four disciples, basically Andrew, uh, Peter, Philip, and Nathaniel. Um, and then, um, builds out his dream team from there. Yeah. And so along the, the storyline, um, each gospel kind of pieces it together in a different timeline, but, but there was, uh, uh, Andrew and Peter, who were fishermen, uh, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, they, they were fishermen as well. They probably got called around similar times. Andrew mm-hmm. found out first, though, I believe. And then um, Nathaniel and Philip uh, were next. And so and there's not too much weight to that. Um, there's a cool line at the end of the chapter that I'll read. Um, it says uh, in verse 50, Jesus answered him, uh, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe you will uh, see greater things than these? And he said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. So basically the story before uh, with the fig tree, um, Jesus basically tells um, him that he, he, you know what? Let me just, let me just read this. It's a pretty cool story. Okay. So hold on. Run it. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethesda or Beth, yeah, Bethsaida, whatever. whatever, the city um, of Andrew and Peter. So they probably knew each other. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Which is kind yeah, of like, also get lasered. just flame Jesus, right? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. And Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? And Jesus answered before, Jesus answered him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. So, so Jesus basically tells, um, uh, Nathaniel that he saw him under this fig tree and he's like, what? Like, how did you, how'd right? You know was, yeah. And so he tells him like, Oh, uh, you think that's cool? See what's to come. Right. So Je- Jesus in like today's terms is like, he's kind of like writing checks that he's fully able to cash. Like he's like, Hey, yeah. you take this, check it out. This is what's going to happen. And that's pretty cool. So, uh, hopefully this is, um, inspiring a little bit and you guys are getting fired up about the gospels um but there's there's john chapter one relatively easy read hopefully you got through it um there were some good things in there that we needed to focus on and then next week we're going to do at least chapter two maybe uh chapter three we'll do chapter three because chapter two is really short actually let's go chapter two is only 24 verses 25 that's half of the first one, so. Yeah, so we'll do chapter two and three next week. But there's chapter one. Sit on that this week. Pray about that. Reread it. See what God is saying in that. Remember the who Jesus is. He's the, He was the Word. He was with God. He was God. And everything was created through him, uh, which is a wild, wild concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the cool things that John are speaking about Jesus, and then he starts 
to uh, call some people. And so the next story um, that we're going to read next week to do a little spoiler, it's going to be the wedding um, where Jesus turns water into wine. That's one of my favorite stories. It's going to be reveals himself. super, super fun. So there's that. Now, Ben, intro us into the draft. We're moving on. All right, Let's folks. Do it. We are going to be drafting a bit of a controversial one because I don't think there there are very many of these. We're going to do the worst Disney movies of all time, which is big, highly controversial because Brett and I were talking about this before this. Uh, there's not very many of them, folks. No, there's not. There's really Unless not. it's made in the 40s and it's <laughs> what are you going to do back then? But yeah, here we go. So with that, we got a rock, paper, skizzies. All right. We got a Rochambeau. All right. Rochambeau. Shoot. Get sliced, oh, kid. You got me. Oh. All right, Ben gets the first overall pick. I don't know if there's like any super clear picks. There of is any of these. No, there is. There said? is. Ah, uh, there is. Okay. Oh wait, there is. But I don't know if you're gonna pick it. Probably not. I think my pick's probably unique. All right, can't go for it. Okay, I'm gonna pick planes. Oh, that is unique. That's not the one I was gonna because pick. because planes that, is actually is not. No. It's not terrible movie, but, but it's not good comparatively to all the other ones. It's no. So here's the thing. They struck it rich with Cars, right? Cars being one of their all-time best movies. Yeah, and it's like, phenomenal. Cars is a great And then movie. they're like, let's just do it with planes now. Yeah, they kind of beat Cars to death. There's like Cars yeah, there's 2 th- and 3, I think. Yeah. And then there's Planes. And then... Planes is where they lost it. Just stick with Cars 1 through 3. Everybody's planes is happy. Good for, planes is good for kids, but like... No. As as Cars... <laughs> you can't you can't do that. Uh, I, no, I think you're right. Cars was so good, like on Just every level. Just leave it level. that, bro. Is that fan about to fall up there? I really hope not. I'm so no, not on your head. Oh. That one right there on the edge. That's like halfway. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, sorry, we got distracted. Planes is your first pick. We're gonna do like maybe, maybe, maybe like picks. four or five. Yeah. Like we said, it's hard to find these. Okay, that's a good one. Planes. My first overall pick is uh, an old school one people may not know, but Doug's first movie. Yeah. That movie was trash. Absolute garbage, <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember the plot line of it. I watched it a couple times. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I didn't even watch it more than once. I just thought it was, I wasn't interested. Yeah, it just it was wasn't good. Pure and utter garbage. Doug's first movie. There. I don't even remember it fully. I know the characters and stuff and what they look like, but not for me, boss. Um, All right, what's your second pick? I'm going to go with, this one could be controversial. I'm going to pick The Jungle Book 2. No, that's a great pick. I hate that movie. Okay, thank God. Because The Jungle Book was so good. It's all the sequels, man. I mean, they're smart. They get money from it, but like they do milk it. And it's like, there's only a few like sequels that are pretty good. Like Lion King Two was pretty good. It was decent, but still Uh, nowhere near Lion King. No, no, no. Um, But I'm trying to think of any others that were like fairly decent. Um, Mm, I don't want to. I have a few more better sequels that I don't want to spill now. Yeah, we don't want to spill it now. But anyways. Most of the sequels of anything, except for like trilogies of like the great movies, like Star Wars and Star Wars Pirates, Pirates. like those ones, yeah, are insanely great. good. But uh, but all these random Disney cartoon sequels were kind of garbage, to be honest. Yeah, in the nicest way possible. In the nicest way possible, these things are trash. <laughs> um, what was it? Jungle Book Two. Yeah. 
Got it. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. My second pick is going to be a movie that flopped. Okay. Wasn't good. It's called Underdog. It flopped because I've never heard of it. Never heard of it? Okay. Look it up right now on your phone. Look up Underdog. It was this movie. It was a, It's a Marvel movie. And uh, I believe. But it's about a dog superhero. It's <laughs> It's like... It's, I don't even know how to... That's all I can explain about it. I've watched it, and it's terrible. It's a dog. <laughs> it came out in 2007. It's just a dog. Oh, I've a seen superhero. this. I, haven't, I don't know if I watched the whole movie, but the the like cover. Yes, dude. Yeah, it's I've seen this. It's dude, just a I'm pretty sure dog. I was like watching it and turned it off. <laughs> it's 16% so, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, I got a 16 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's Eesh. actually super bad. So there you go. After a lab accident, gives an extraordinary gives him extraordinary powers, including the ability to speak canine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ability to speak a canine declares himself protector of the capital city. <laughs> yeah, that flopped, huh? Yeah. So it's a superhero dog. Yeah. How can you have me. a superhero without opposable thumbs? Yeah, it couldn't be me. <laughs> Not a uh, fan here. Okay, bus. there's my second pick, underdog. Go okay. Ahead. I'm going to go with another sequel. I'm going to go with The Return of Oz. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even have it on my list. Yeah, that The happened. Return of Oz was a thing? Yes. When did that come out? Let me look it up. Because the original one was, what, in the 60s? Yeah. 85. 25 years later. They're like, right. yeah, he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> the Return of Oz. Yeah, it's pure garbage, buddy. What? Yeah, it's horrible. That's crazy. That's a good pick. I think we actually have better picks than we thought we were going to have. Yeah. Okay. It's on okay. Disney Plus. We can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Hard pass. Um. Okay, now it's when it gets kind of hard, I think. Okay. <laughs> I jinxed it. Um. Okay. Ah, uh, Danielle's gonna hate me for this because this is actually one of Danielle's favorite movies. But oh, I just no. never really got it. But Lion King one and a half. Did you ever watch that? It made I, mm, it made no sense to me. I don't want to offend the big diesel. <laughs> <laughs> it was like in between one and two, obviously. But it was like this like weird backstory. Like I think it was entertaining as a kid. But like as as a movie on its own, I don't think it even has it a real plot. It doesn't hold water for me. It boss. doesn't have anything. <laughs> so there's there's Lion King one and a half. Yeah. All right, bud. Okay. All right. Go ahead with your next pick. I'm gonna pick. Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Atlantis. That was uh, one that I saw on, on a lot of these lists. Yeah. See, I don't think I mind that. I don't I don't really I just couldn't it. get into it. I just didn't think it was that entertaining because I've watched this one. You know what I get it mixed up with? I get Atlantis and... Uh, what's the one with the the dude with the blonde hair and the horse and the other dude? <laughs> Great. Are they talking about Hercules? No. <laughs> I don't even know what you're on about. 
<laughs> the one with the horse. Come on. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta look this up. I gotta look up who the characters of Atlantis are, because maybe it's the, actually the same thing, and I'm just I'm I'm thinking of two different things. That's the same thing. Okay. Uh, hold on, Atlantis cast. Okay, you don't know what I. <sighs> you didn't give me much to work with, to be honest here, Chief. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, Disney movie with the white horse and the guy and the other guy. You know. Yeah, yeah. Guy with the dark hair. The guy with the blonde hair. They're cartoons. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're on about here. Hold on. Bless you. Um, Atlantis. I don't want cast. I want characters. That's what I want. Um, uh, no, it's not this one. Okay, so it's a different movie. So, yeah, I don't know that I ever really got into Atlantis, to be honest. I don't think it was bad. I mean, it's it probably It's just not is. memorable compared to all the other Disney movies. There was some movie... Oh, I can't remember. It's, uh, oh man. It's just about two guys. Um, that doesn't help me. It's the same era. Two guys, one of them's blonde, one of them has dark hair and they have a white horse with black hair on it. And it's like, it's, I also get this mixed up with Treasure Planet, but they're two wildly different movies, but I don't know why I get them mixed (laughs) up at all. But, um. Uh, let's see, let's see. No, that's not it. Uh, oh, is it this one? Road to El Dorado? Yes, yeah. that one, that one, that one, that one. I get, I get Atlantis and El Dorado mixed up all the time. Okay. I think they're the same movie, but they're not. The characters look identical, just different, <coughs> like, they do. drawings. Okay, sorry. Sorry that took so long, folks. My bad. We had to fish that out. Number four on my book. Is Capey the Black Cauldron? Yeah, that I saw that one on a bunch of the list too. I don't know how much I remember that one. That's why I'm picking it. I have no clue what it's about. <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't think I ever want to. I've never even heard of it. I have no, I have no clue what it's about. I have no clue. <laughs> Sorry if that's your favorite movie. <laughs> like, like you're expecting me to give this like this, this is why I don't this like bio it. of the movie. I have no clue anything I'm about Googling the movie. It. I don't even know one character's name. All I know is there's a black cauldron. <laughs> that's literally I don't even know what the characters look like. I just heard it and I was like, I've never seen that movie. It's probably terrible. This is another unpopular opinion that I have. Sleeping Beauty. Hopefully you weren't about to pick it, but no. Sleeping Beauty, I'm not going to pick it because I'm trying to get votes and people yeah. like that movie, like but that I, th- movie. I hate that movie. I think it's not good at all. The premise is kind of stupid. Like, just wake up. He <laughs> <laughs> said, just wake up. <laughs> I, I like the, like the, <laughs> I like the new, like Maleficent movies. Those aren't yeah, they're bad. they're pretty cool. But the old school, like Sleeping Beauty, I don't even. Dude, those dwarfs. Sorry, that was insensitive. Those homies are like just that's a mad annoying. Movie. Oh no, yeah, that's um, you're thinking of Snow, Snow White. White. Yeah, no, that one even bothers me. Dude, <laughs> it's the most annoying songs they sing all f- the whole movie. Yeah. Anyways, um, what's your fifth pick? <laughs> I'm gonna go with one you might not even think exists. The Black Cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't think that anybody knows what that movie is. <laughs> my dad would know. He's a Disney fanatic. Yeah, your dad's probably like, "Are you kidding me? That's, like, that's my favorite movie." movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Bolt. No, oh, I know Bolt. Okay, yeah, 
I didn't like that movie. You didn't? No. I I gotta be honest. I didn't mind it. I thought it was just kind of. I thought it was eh. bland. It was kind of bland. bland, and I lost interest in it pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, when it came out, I was like eight years old, and I was like. Yeah, eh. I didn't think it was terrible, but I don't think it was good. By just any for means. like for Disney movies, you see like that com- that trailer, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be sick. And yeah, it was just yeah, a yeah, letdown. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The hamster was hilarious, though. That is true. That little homie and his little ball just running yeah, around. He was funny. Um, <laughs> I had Sleeping Beauty on here, but I'm not picking that. But I already expressed my opinions on it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pick Mulan 2. Okay, fair. Fair. Yeah, we were talking about this before. Mulan 1, incredible. Incredible movie. Mulan two, not so much. It's another any of those times they just try and milk it, dude. So now I can talk about all these twos. Yeah, go Mulan two, Cinderella two, garbage. Bambi yeah. two, Bambi two. I had. I which was, I I kind of liked it as a kid because that one, the bad deer, was kind of tough yeah, was, as nails. Yeah, but the but actual Bambi, premise of the movie is kind of trash. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. That checks out. Like. But, like, yeah, it's, like, these two deer fighting over a chick. And yeah, then, it's, like, we need a whole movie for this? Anyway, so Bambi 2. The only one that's pretty good was Lion King 2. I like that one. Yeah. It's not that bad. Still not um, as good as the first one. No. But another bad one, the new Allison one. <gasps> uh, yeah, I saw that one on a lot of the lists. Like, the uh, the one that came out in, like, 2008 yeah, or something. the new yeah, Alice yeah, in Wonderland yeah. movies. Or Alice Through the Looking Glass. Bad. Yeah, that was the one with Johnny Depp, huh? Alice yeah. Looking Glass. Yeah, that one was trash. And then there was... Uh, that one tripped me out. Uh, yeah, it was weird. Um, what are some of the other sequels I'm trying to think of? Oh, Brother Bear 1 and 2 are phenomenal. Don't mm-hmm. come Don't at me. I saw, those me on, I saw those on the list. So did I. Like I Brother I Bear, and I was like, bro. that's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, Chicken Little was on people's lists. I was yeah. like, literally fight me. Um, I guess because it didn't really make sense for Disney in the, at like the time. Yeah, I guess but, so, but I thought it was cool. Um, Hannah Montana movie, that was another one on my list. But yeah, I, that was, that's controversial. You might lose a lot of points for that one. Same with uh, High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. Put them yeah, all on which, the list. <laughs> dude, literally, if you look back at those movies, the acting is horrible. <laughs> it's the terrible. worst. It's garbage. All right, we'll recap and then we'll be done here. Uh, ben, since he picked first, we'll do his. He's got yes. Planes, Jungle Book 2, Return of Oz. <laughs> Ouch. That third pick is your best one. Um, yeah, that movie's garbage. Planes, Jungle Book 2, Return of Oz, Atlantis, and Bolt. And then I have uh, Doug's first movie, Underdog, Lion King 1.5, The Black Cauldron, and Mulan 2. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, where What's the, the Black Cauldron? Go. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, they asked me about it. I've never seen the Black Cauldron. Me neither. Um, All right, folks. So there it is. So, anyways, hopefully you had fun um, learning about the Bible a little bit. We're gonna be diving into some cool stuff like that, um, and hopefully we're making it a little bit more relatable for you, and uh, all that good stuff. Um, if you want some more long-term, in-depth Bible reading, um, there's a podcast out called Let's Read the Bible, and that one's hosted by my brother, Evan. Let's go. Um, and that's all they do is uh, just talk about the in-depth Bible. Bible in, study. In-depth Bible study. It's really great. Um, also co-hosted by uh, a pastor named Aaron Den, and he's a great guy, too. So, um, anywho, uh, but we're going to be working through the Gospel of John. It's been great. Hopefully, we do um, it justice. And then uh, hopefully you enjoy the the drafts at the end, the kind of fun little whatever. 
Um, but we love you. Uh, with no further ado, I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And cue the outro. Be seeing you. Uh, actually, we have a uh, a sponsorship. Uh, um, no, I'm just kidding. We're not sponsoring. Bye. <laughs>